Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're talking about faith is required. And we're coming from the book of Ephesians, chapter 3, verses 16 through 21. So grab your journals. So this morning while I was doing my quiet time, God began to speak to me about faith being required and what it looks like in the process of receiving the promise. Now, a promise from God is whatever that he has promised you, whatever he has spoken, deposited into your spirit, whether it's a promise of a new car, a promise of a new home, a promise of a marriage, a promise of a job, a relocation, a promise that he's going to heal your body, whatever that promise is, God was downloading in my spirit this morning that faith is required in that process. God began to speak to me about the process of the promise and letting me know how faith is required because in this season, there's a lot of people being stretched to have a level of faith that they've never had to have before. And with this stretching, with this testing, there's some uncertainty that's coming with it because God is stretching you to a a new level and you've never had to have this amount of faith. And it's making you question the promise, it's making you question what God said, it's making you question what God is doing because on this level, you've never had to have faith on this level before. This is a new level. So you almost don't even know how to respond to the situation. So you're asking yourself and you're questioning God and you're saying, God, did you mean it when you said it? Did I hear you right? Am I I going crazy? Is this still the promise? Does the promise still stand? And God said, I need you to let them know what the process of promise looks like because the faith that I'm requiring from them in this season is a different level of faith and they're growing weary because they need faith, but I need you to remind them that faith is required. The first thing that God showed me about the process of promise is that he first reveals the promise. So this is when God gives you a word and this is when you're most excited. You got this fresh word, this fresh revelation. He lets you know, look, I'm going to do this in your life. I'm going to get this for you. I'm going to be with you. You're going to have this. You're going to receive this. And this is when we're most excited. But after we receive the promise, after we receive a word from God, there's a process that begins. So that's the next step in the process that begins is is we start preparing for that promise. So if your promise is a car, the next step would be you looking for the car and figuring out what color car you want, what type of car you want, how much the car is. Now this step, which is the second step, this step is pretty it's pretty easy. You know, we're doing the 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 easy labor and we're picking out what we want and we're so excited. We're filled up with confidence because God has given us this word. So now, you know, you're getting all your paychecks in order. You checking your credit score for this car to make sure that it's in order. You're doing your due diligence. You're doing everything in your power that you can do. And you're confident in doing that in this part of the process because you have the promise from God. So first you receive the promise. And then after you receive the promise, the process begins. But what happens next is your confidence is stripped. And this is where it gets hard. This is where you begin to grow weary. This is where you begin to waver. This is where you begin to doubt God and doubt the promise and doubt what he said. This is when those thoughts of doubt come in and you begin to say, God, did I hear you right? God, are you going to come through for me? God, is this thing still going to come to pass? God, are they going to call me and offer the job? It's been past two weeks. They said they were going to call me in 48 hours. They haven't called yet. God, you said you was going to help me get a house, but I haven't found a house yet. God, you said I was going 
going to relocate, but my job saying I can't transfer. God, did you really mean it when you said it? It's in this part of the process where your confidence and everything that you know, your knowledge, your expertise, your experience, all of the understanding that you had, that you gained throughout the process, God strips you of it in this step. And you have to be very intentional and very careful in this step. Because in this step, if you allow the enemy to, he will rob you of your promise. Because your confidence is stripped, then you can forfeit your own promise. See, the thing about the enemy is the enemy can't, can't rob you of your promise. He can't take your promise from you. He can just cause you to forfeit it. He can cause you to doubt so much and you to lose so much confidence in God that you give up on the word that God gave you because you don't see how it's going to happen because you don't feel like you're qualified enough because you feel like you don't have the money because you feel like you don't have the resources. So the enemy will plant seeds in your head and will begin to distract you from the promise of God because you're in a part of the process to where you don't have all the confidence. But God is saying today, I need you to still believe in my word even when you can't rely on your own strength. I need you to believe in my word even when you don't feel confident. I need you to believe in my word even when you don't know how it's gonna come to pass. I need you to believe in my word even when you don't have the money. I need you to believe in my word even when it doesn't make sense. This is, this is the time where your faith is being tested the most because it's easy to have faith when all of your ducks are in a row. It's easy to have faith when you have all the money in your account. It's easy to have faith when you see exactly how the process gonna play out. It's easy to have faith when everything is lining up perfectly. If you a type A person, you know y'all like to have everything in, in order. It's easy to have faith then. And God is saying today, that's not faith. If everything is in order, if you have all the money, if all of your ducks are in a row, if you got everything set up before takeoff. That is not having faith. Faith is the evidence of things hoped for and not seen. You cannot see it. So it's when you get to that step in the process of promise where you can't see how this thing is going to come to pass. That's when faith steps in. So the first step in the process of promise is the promise is revealed. God gives you the promise. And then the process begins. You begin working towards that thing. And then your confidence is stripped. And the next step is faith steps in. When God was downloading this word in my spirit, he said to me, I create a gap. God creates a gap, y'all. Because at the end of the day, it's his promise. That's the part of the promise that we forget. When you get a word from God, you have to remember that it's from God. So if God is giving you the word, understand that you're going to need God to get the word that he gave you. You cannot get it without him. And a lot of times, once the process begins, us being human, we begin to do the process according to our own strength and our own way. We try to make sure that we can do everything with our hand to make this promise come to pass. And that's why God has to create a gap. He has to have the area of lack to show us that don't forget who promised this was in the first place. I know you're getting a little excited. I know you want this thing to come to pass, but I created this area of lack to remind you who's the one that's bringing it to pass. Because if you didn't have the area of lack, 
lack, you would think that you were qualified for this. If you didn't have the area of lack, you would think you got it because of your experience. If you didn't have the area of lack, you would think you got it because you deserved it. If you didn't have the area of lack, you would think you got it because of your skills and you were so equipped for this and you did everything right according to the world world standard. I want you to know today that even if you're not qualified, even if you don't deserve it, even if you're not equipped, even if you don't have experience, even if the word writes you off, if it's my word, I'm going to make it come to pass. This is the promise that I gave you. So I created a gap so that faith could step in and I could show out. See, when God creates a gap, this is where the enemy does all of his work because he knows that it's almost time for the promise to come to pass. So he begins to pile on different things to try to get you to forfeit the promise of God. You're not going to miss it. You already in position. God already gave you his word. He is not a man that he should lie. So he already lets you know that you're going to get this thing. So if you haven't got this thing, that means that you don't need to move out of position. You need to stand there until you see what God says. It doesn't matter what comes your way. It doesn't matter what the area of lack looks like. It doesn't matter what the gap looks like. You need to speak back to that thing and say, this area of lack is a lie. This area of lack is not going to stop what God said. So since I'm lacking in this area, God is about to step in this area because his word will not return to him void. If there's no struggle, then there's no reason for you to rely on God. See, when we don't have struggle, we rely on our own strength. God, I don't need you. I could get it done myself. So God has to include struggle in the steps that he ordered for you. Every step that God orders for you is going to include a little bit of struggle because he says, I need you to rely on my strength. So I put that struggle there because I knew my strength would step in. But if I let you have all the confidence, you wouldn't look to me for the word that I gave you. You would just try to make it come to pass yourself. So this struggle is here. So my strength and my spirit can step in. And that's today's seed. The God step in seed. Because God, I know the word that you gave me. I know the promise that you spoke to me. I know what you said to me, God. And if I'm seeing a roadblock, if I'm seeing a stumbling block, if it's looking like it's not going to happen, if I'm experiencing an area of lack, if I'm experiencing a gap, that just means that you're about to step in. So God, step in. This is where you take over now. I've done all I could do. I did the preparing. I got everything set up. I made sure my end was covered. And now I done hit a bump in the road and I'm not going to be discouraged because I know that when I hit a bump in the road, that means this is where my father steps in. So God, you step in. God, let your face take over. God, let your spirit take over. God, let your weight move around because I know that I'm going to see what you said. And if anything tries to get in a way that's bigger than me, it's not bigger than my God. God, step in. God creates a gap. Because he's making room for him to enter the equation. If you never had that area of lack, if you never ran out of money, if you never lost the job, if the car never stopped working, if you never got that health report, if they never told you your resume wasn't good enough, you wouldn't have never had faith. God said, I had to create an area of gap so that I could move in the situation, so that I could enter the equation. And you have to be careful when God uh, creates the area of gap because then lack and doubt and fear and anxiety will try to creep in and take the word that God gave you. But God says, when I create that area of gap, I just need you to stand there and watch me work. This is the final step in the process of promise. Because once God steps in, 
the deal is closed. The promise is received. When God steps in, he brings it all together. He closes the deal. He finalizes it. He lets his child go and do their part. He let us do our part. And then when it gets to the hard part, he said, now move over. Yeah, this is where I step in. Let me put my finishing touches on it. Let me put my cherry on top. Let me work out this last kink. Good job, my daughter. Good job, my son. You did what you can do. You did what you could do according to your strength. But now let me step in. God step in is today's seed. Because if this word is for you, you've reached a roadblock. You've reached something that's trying to stop you from getting to the promise. And you're beginning to grow weary. You're beginning to doubt what God said. You're beginning to feel like you're not going to happen. And today God is saying, I just need you to know that this just means it's time for me to step in. And if you're sowing the God step in, see, you can sow that to the information in the description. The verse that I want to leave you guys with to encourage you is Ephesians chapter 3. Verses 16 through 21. And it says, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. See, this world has taught us that power comes from the things that we possess. Power comes from our plaques and power comes from all of the qualifications and all of the skills and experience that we worldly fleshly things. But the word reminds us that the power comes through the spirit of God. And that's what God is saying today. My my power that I'm going to work through you is what's going to make the promise come to pass. This thing not going to come to pass because of you and your strength and what you can do with your hand. It's going to be by my spirit. It says, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Faith is required. You're going to need some faith. Whatever word God gave, if God gave you a word, you're going to need faith for that word to come to pass. It's impossible to please God without faith. So you're not going to get any promise from God without faith. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care how much knowledge you got. I don't don't care how qualified you feel and how skilled you feel. You're never going to get a promise from God without needing faith in the midst of that process. And you need faith when you go through a, a, a Area of lack when you experience a gap. So don't be discouraged when you get to a point of the process to where you can't do anything on your end because that is where God steps in. Sorry, y'all. Let me finish this. Let me finish reading y'all the scripture. I'm getting woo. Okay. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, surpasses knowledge, y'all. What God is going to do will surpass knowledge in the world and what they think they know. God does not stay confined to what the world knows or what the world feels like he can do. He thinks far greater than that. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. 
He can do more than you ask or more than you can even imagine. You don't even know the way that God is going to work this thing out. You can't even think of the way he's going to work this out. It says, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power, not according to the world's standards, not according to this world qualification, not according to this world's requirements or guidelines, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to be on this podcast. Father God, thank you for using me as your vessel. Father God, I pray over this word. I pray over every person under the sound of my voice, Father God, that they do not grow weary in their season of their faith being tested, Father God, in their season of lack, in their season of the gap, in their season of their confidence being stripped from them, Father God. I pray that they lean on you and rely on you even more, Father God. I pray against them growing weary, Father God. I pray against the thoughts of doubt and fear and anxiety that the enemy will try to place in their head, Father God, and I replace it with boldness. I replace it with confidence. I replace it with reassurance that what you said is what they will see, Father God, that you are not a man that you should lie, Father God, and every promise that you have spoken over our life will come to pass, Father God, from the seed that you planted inside of us, from the spiritual realm to the physical. We will see what you said, Father God. So today I pray over those who sow into this word. I pray over those who simply believe in this word. I pray over those who stand on this word. I pray over those who work towards this word, Father God, that they begin to live a life based on what you said and not they, what they see, Father God. Allow us to be a people that that live according to your word, that live according to your power, that live according to your spirit and not according to what the physical showed us, Father God, because the physical must submit to you. The physical must do what you say, Father God. So allow us to live according to what it is that you say. Allow our confidence to be grounded in that. Allow our confidence to be grounded in your word, not our bank accounts, not opinions, not approvals, not qualifications, not certifications, not skills and resumes, Father God, not hand claps, but only according to your word, Father God, allow us to be moved by no one but you and allow all of our faith to go forward and to be our foundation. We love you, Father God, and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay TV podcast. I'm about to lose my voice, but I love you guys so much. And I pray that this word encourages you to know that in your area of lack, in your area of gap, God is about to step in. I know you did everything that you could do on your own strength. And now you just feel like a, your back is against the wall because there's nothing else you could do. It's nothing else you could think of. God wants it to be that way. God wants it to be that way because now you can truly have faith. If you're sowing a God step in seed, that information is in the description. I love you guys so much. And I'll talk to you in the next episode, which might be on Friday. So stay tuned. I love you guys. Bye.